Hey, Black Hollywood Live family, you are tuned into Conversations, and I am your host, Ashley Marie Bowden. And guess who I'm in studio with tonight? John B., the legendary R&B singer. Don't miss it. You are tuned into Black Hollywood Live Conversations. Hey. <laughs> right. Hey. hey, you guys. Welcome All to right. BHL Black Hollywood Live Conversations. I am your host, Ashley Marie Bowden, and I'm so blessed to be in studio with the legendary R&B singer, John B. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me. We are so yeah. honored to have oh, I'm you. I'm blessed to be here as well. Thank you. We're going to be talking you. about your new album. Absolutely. I'm yeah. so excited to hear about that. We've all been waiting for new music from you. Yes, and then we're going to be talking about um, some new projects that you have coming up. Yeah. One with BET, something along the lines of... Uh, Gaming, you're, yeah, you, yeah, you're diving yeah. into the gaming world, yeah, yeah, a little bit, and yeah. a bunch of other things you have going yeah. on. So we're gonna we're gonna talk we're gonna start talking about that soon. Please, yeah. But before we deep dive, I do want to chat about your iconic Soul Train oh, Music Awards performance. Yes. You killed it. Thank you so much. How Thank was you. that experience for you? Oh man, what a blessing! You know, I. <laughs> I just got to say thank you to BET. Mm-hmm. You know, BET's, you know, they really made me as an artist. Mm-hmm. They really did. They set the standard, you know, as far as, um, you know, the type of promotion that an artist deserves, you know, to make their mark like that, you know. Um, and I don't know that artists are getting that same kind of push right now. Right. Um, I was very, very, very blessed, very, very fortunate to have such an incredible push mm-hmm. from BET early on. I mean, I can remember when I would have, like, video blocks of like yeah more than one of my videos played back to back on on BET and it, it, I really felt that was reflective of the relationship that we had like they had my back you mm-hmm. know and I had their back and and the culture's back R&B's back hip hop's back you know yeah. what I mean more or less riding on my back you right. know what I mean and taking that and really representing that um And it's a beautiful thing that after all these years, that they're still showing that kind of love. Absolutely, you know that's that's what's so incredible is that you know I've been able to uh, have that as my foundation, but Mm -hmm. then continue, you know, to continue the relationship and to continue to be supported by them is such a blessing. So thank you, BET. Thank you, you know, uh, for supporting me and and to all the fans, you know. Really, because I th- I feel y'all, you know what I yeah. mean. I feel y'all like rooting for me and just yeah. you know behind the scenes without the albums coming out left and right or videos being on, you know, or a song being on the radio or whatever, you know, the love is there. Yeah, and it's just gone nowhere. It's just right here, you know, yeah. and um, I can feel it. So I tune into that frequency when I have to perform and mm-hmm. do something like the Soul Train Awards. It comes out of nowhere. It's like, oh man, I'm performing at the Soul Train. This has been a it was five years since I performed at the Soul Train. Wow. Last time I did it was in 2013. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. Just in time because everybody was missing you. <laughs> oh, man. So and I think what's so wonderful about your fan base is not only has your fan, fan base grown with you, but your fan base is getting younger, too. Like, are oh, you shocked wow. sometimes that That's the crazy. younger fans know who John B. is? Maybe their parents Hallelujah. put them on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a beautiful thing. Are you ever shocked when they... I'm shocked every time. Sometimes I like it when you were born when my album came out in the front row. You know what I mean? Like right, literally, right, right. like 
Um, no, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, I welcome it. Um, mm-hmm. Music is music, and it's it's the the communicating factor. You mm-hmm. know, it's like we relate to each other. It's an ageless factor. It's right. a it's a it's a raceless, uh, 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 sexless, uh, you know, um, ageless. You know, it's just it's absolutely just it's Combines it supersedes everybody. everything. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, of a physical nature, and right. just completely goes straight to your soul. And uh, and if you relate to it, then you relate to it. Mm-hmm. So shortly after your performance on the Soul Train Music Awards, the Shade Room, do you know about the Shade Room? (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) They posted uh, part of your performance. And here were some of the responses that people in the comments said. You know, the Shade Room uh, family, they get a little crazy, but it was all love. Check this out. So one person said, this is real R&B. And one person said, I loved his performance. This is when R&B was R&B. Oh, wow. Another person said, John wanted y'all to know that his white don't crack. (laughs) (laughs) Beige don't age, baby. Hey, I like that. (laughs) John looked good and sounded good. My man John B. still looking like a snack. Oh, wow. <laughs> John B. had me in my living room screaming. Child. John B. is the king of R&B. Oh, wow. <laughs> John wow. is an icon. He paved the way. Mm. John B. is a zaddy. <laughs> what is a zaddy? Zaddy is like a fine daddy. Oh, a, a fine daddy. Okay. But daddy in not... Daddy in a... I'll take in it. In the... Hallelujah. In the nasty way. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, child John B. is still fine. I just want to personally thank John B. for looking and sounding good all these years. Oh, wow. And lastly, John B. is married to a black queen. Yes, I am. Hey. Yes. Yeah. So how does that make you feel like knowing that? My cheeks hurt right now. I know. (laughs) Knowing that. All yeah. on social media. Everyone is, like, supporting you. They can't wait to hear yeah. your new music. No, How does I'm, that make you I'm, feel? I'm absolutely just, you know, I feel very um, in my feelings right now mm-hmm. in a good way, you know. And just, um, you know, it's it's a beautiful thing to be able to share this after so many years of caring about this music, uh, to continue to care about it like this, mm-hmm. you know. And, and to know that this next album is going to be just as special as, like, the first album I ever put out. Right. Because um, people are paying attention again in a different way. And I feel like people kind of miss me in a different way and kind of been like, all right, what, what, what's going on with you right now? You right. Know, how you been? <laughs> There's that mystery. You, you've been able to, to maintain like that mystique that mm-hmm. is not really available anymore. Like for, that, for the celebrity world, just think, due to social media. I think that that's due to my, my lack of interest in fame. Mm. Um, fame has never been something that I've been about or mm. pursued. Mm-hmm. Fame has been a byproduct of being good do- at what I've what I've always wanted to do, which right. is be, a, you know, accomplished musician, mm. accomplished producer, mm-hmm. accomplished songwriter. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and through doing that, mm-hmm. producing songs, writing songs, you know, recording songs um, by myself and with other artists, I've been able to gain a name and you know some notoriety as as that as right. a songwriter and as a musician. So that's what's important to me. So if I'm going to be recognized for my music and the songs that I've written and the music that I've made, then great. But other than that, you know, being famous for nothing is really worthless to me. Agreed. And I think that's why you've been able to maintain for so long because yeah. your focus has been the music. Anytime the focus is the music, mm-hmm. you see that longevity. I think, I think you know, real recognizes real at, mm-hmm. the, at the end of the day, you yeah. know, um, 
people can tell when something's authentic and when someone's reaching. And uh, there's been times in my in my past, I'll definitely say, you know, I was more authentic than others, you know, but because um, I think everybody reaches at, at, at you know, a certain time in your in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, What's cause the time? Because you're, you're searching for something new, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think that really to remain in your element and just to know that there's nothing more you know, authentic than just being yourself and just really remaining true to your own beliefs and, and how you rock, you know what right, I mean? Just, right. just do you, as they say. You right. Know? What's the time in your career where you would say you were reaching and maybe not being as authentic? Um, you know, the last, really, the last, I wouldn't say it wasn't being authentic, but taking chances has always been the name of the game for me. Right. I've always been someone who ride that 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 edge, you know, and sort of to know the ledge you know, is, is to sort of know how far too far is to go you know you've fallen after that point mm-hmm. you know what I mean you've gone over the edge so you know really to know the ledge is um to just sort of like know where your limitations are and what what you're about what you're not about right and I feel like you know the moral behind my music you know the, the, the genuine you know spirit behind my music is is one of love and one of positivity and and something that you know can last the time you know last Mm -hmm. the the test of time you know i think what's so dope about your music too and and a lot of people may not know this is that you truly live what you sing so like not you're a crooner obviously right like you you sing love songs and things like that but you live that life you genuinely love the idea of being in love and having a family and being married yeah so that obviously comes across in your music well, so thank you. i think that's i think that's thank dope you so that much you're... i mean yeah i'm pretty much about my my two my two girls my yes. three girls i would say yeah pick up my wife you know Danette, Danette. and just holding me down and everything she's the one who holds me down with all the business and mm-hmm. she's like the other half of my brain mm-hmm. and then you know we have our two beautiful daughters uh 11 years old uh azure and going on she thinks she's 21 <laughs> but, uh, and then my four-year-old who thinks she's 14 yeah, you know what hey. I mean? so no it's 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 happening really fast y'all you ever really feel fast. you ever feel singled out in the household this is how god gets you back man for I being know. a player in your, in your early life you, you must know have I mean? been he's doing like, some okay. wild things yeah yeah he's like all right i'm gonna give you two Bad, bad ones. You know, they're gonna be. You, you got to send some like CIA agents behind them. You know, what are gonna when, be when the go da- what are gonna be the dating <laughs> rules once they get of that age? Um, wow, Cause, cause that's it's like, how do you date John B's daughter? Yeah, you just gotta. You pretty much it's trial through fire, really. <laughs> you you can walk on coals and all kinds of stuff. So he better come and knock on the door. Yeah, please. I'll come on knock on, knock on his, and hey. that'll be a bad day for him. I know, right? I, mean. <laughs> <laughs> I think one one thing for sure, people were very happy to see you again performing, but they were happy to see that your vocal game was still on point. A lot uh-huh. of times we'll see people take a step away, or what we consider taking a step away because we don't see them. On yeah, the, that's on the what that's screen. what's wrong. People don't don't get it twisted. I never take a step away. What right. keeps your boy, you know, afloat right now is the live shows. Mm. You know, um, I have never stopped gigging since the last time y'all saw me, you know, prominently in the, you know, in, you know, on TV or whatever, have right. you, on the radio or whatever. I never stopped gigging. Right. You know, one thing about these songs, they don't know. Are you still down? I do what you say, boo. Don't talk. Uh, don't say. Yes. You know? Um, these these records have stood the test of time. People still want to hear those songs performed mm-hmm. live. So I'm blessed to be able to have not just one, but you know, a, a, 
a, a lineup of records where people can come out and just enjoy themselves and we I can take them back. And so really that is my main one of my main focuses, if not my main focuses, you know, is just is performing live and how to, you know, maintain my voice, how to actually get better with the time and age right. age like um with grace because and I think a lot of people tend to take for, you know, take for granted what they've been, you know, gifted with Mm -hmm. um as far as fans after so long of having it it just constant kind of tends to blur right and just become sort of your your normal life and that's it plateaus so you don't have to really Mm -hmm. you know put as much effort towards it and your hunger is sort of less than it was when you began right but for me children being married getting older Mm -hmm. you know dyeing the whites of my beard, you know what I mean, when I need to, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, you know, those things um, are, are realities that it's like, hey, man, you know, seize the moment. Mm. And uh, when they want to see you in Alaska, go to them. Yes. When they want to see you in Australia or London or Japan or Shanghai right. or, you know, Hollywood, wherever, mm-hmm. you know, just go to them and give them all you got. Yes. You know? And you definitely do that. Thank you. All right. So I have to ask this question because people are wondering how you keep your white from cracking. We've heard the (laughs) black don't crack phrase, right? So, but you're proving that white don't crack either. So what is your secret? I think love is, uh, is an important, you know, ingredient Mm -hmm. in our daily regimen, Mm. you know, even as water or, you know, food or whatever have you. Uh, is important for us to feel good. Love is too positivity. Mm-hmm. You know, remain to be. You know, in yourself. Uh, don't let the world kind of like turn you into something that you you don't want to be. Right. And I think that's what a lot of us are being turned into because we're facing, we're living in, a, in an age right now where there's a great deal of turmoil around us. Right. You know, uh, and uh, a lot of it can influence. Mm-hmm influence us in, in our behavior and turn us into something that, you know, it's where we're just walking around just mad, right? mad at everybody, mad at everything. And so, yeah, man, um, hopefully my music can be, um, a bit of a, a vitamin mm-hmm. to that, a bit of nutrients to that, you know, in, in, so when you listen to it, it makes you feel good, you yeah. know, and, uh, someone came up to me uh, after a show, uh, recently, I just was in, Colorado and a fan came up to me at a meet and greet and said uh, I work with special needs children and I play your music for many years now and that's the only time that the special needs kids wow. really calm down they start to really wow. sort of like it's, it really soothes them in a way you know yeah. your music so thank you for that and I was just like are you kidding me Right. you know I had no knowledge of this any you know the power of the music you know like that and so it may serve a whole another purpose that we have no idea Mm -hmm. about you know uh yeah so you know it's just i'm grateful to be able to just continue to do what i do all right well speaking of which let's let's chat about this new album you're working on yeah yeah or that you've already completed yeah tell us about it well the new album is just you know full of uh you know energies um that are you know songs that i've put together over the years that Mm -hmm. You know, I just, you know, built up of, like you said, the life experiences, you know, just being a dad, being a husband, being, um, being someone who's, um, trying to continue to enjoy myself, you know, in my life and my personal decisions that I've made, my relationships, you know, 
in order to really i think kind of like enjoy the the you know the essence of things growing and watching them blossom and things mm. really changing in in a positive way is because you water your garden mm. you know you cultivate your garden you take care of those things right so you know i'm doing homework with my daughters you know yeah. what i'm saying i'm picking them up from school or dropping them off or making the snacks and the lunches in the morning whatever doing my part mm-hmm. and i think that itself really is sort of like the spirit behind this album you know just being kind of regular Mm-hmm. But at the same time, searching for that essence of like, man, we got to keep it sexy though, baby. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We still got to have that that love and that spark. So, yeah, it's like a grown man kind of like a grown man's take, you know, from a grown man's perspective of like what it's, what it's going to take to be able to be in a relationship in 2019. Right. So you have, <laughs> so you have a track on there called Still Got It. Yeah. So yeah. tell us about that track. That's that's yeah. a very grown man. Yeah. And yeah. Grown well, woman I track. mean, you know, it's been it's been it's been a long time now, you know, uh being in the game and 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 changing, you know, from being a young man at 18 mm-hmm. uh to now, you know, um you know, a, a grown man, you know, and I'm not going to say my age, but I'm just going to say, you <laughs> know, grown. I'm, a grown, I'm grown. And, uh, <laughs> and so is my wife and, you know, we've, we've grown together. Mm-hmm. And so, and also the fans, they've grown with me. So the love is in us, you know, and, and it's more like a complimentary record to the females out there. They've been so supportive of us gents, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's you still got it. Mm-hmm. You still got it. Mm-hmm. You know, and just saying, hey, you know, just uh, just know that that you know you're you're a beautiful blessing to us every time you wake up. You know, from the moment you wake up. That's nice. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. I think everybody needs to hear that. Yeah, you yeah. still got it. <laughs> <laughs> Any collabs we could look forward to on this one? Wow. Or... Yeah. Um. I'm hoping to do a collaboration with my man Donnell Jones. Ooh. Yeah, we, we, we connected. Um, we were always on the road together and doing yeah. shows together on the road. So it's kind of like that's one things one of those things where uh, let's do a, a record together and you just go, you know, one year, two years, mm-hmm. three years. All right, now it's long enough, man. Let's make right. this happen now. Right. Okay, so Soul Train was sort of like the blast off, if you will. You mm-hmm. know, it's, uh, all the rocket boosters turned on. And so I think it's go time for both of us, really. Okay. And really, really... Um, I think was a reason to kind of get in the studio together yeah. and do a joint. That's yeah. going to make everybody go crazy. Yeah. Donnell Jones and John B. together. All right. That's going to be hot. Um, so mumble rap is like a big thing right now, right? So how do you find the, where's that line or that boundary that you draw between going into like that mumble rap or like whatever's hot or trendy right now versus staying authentic to John B. sound? Mm. How do you... I mean, I really think that, you know, I've never let the times and the changes of the times sort of like sway me in a way that didn't that didn't interest me, you know, because right. it's like I love it. I love the changes. I love all of the um, the ambience that you hear right now in, in music and all the, mel- the melodicness, you mm-hmm. know, rap turned to melody. Yes. Which is such a beautiful thing in my in my, in my world. It's uh-huh. like, hey, you're speaking my language now, you know? Yeah. Now I feel like I have something to offer mm-hmm. that's really important right now. Right. That was looked kind of like overlooked in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Now I might be a little bit more worried. It might be like, like that's a gold mine right there. John <laughs> he has to offer melodically, you know, right. or whatever, you know? So, yeah, I, I truly value what I do because I know what I'm doing melodically 
and uh in in the you know in that realm so when someone kind of comes over into my room and they're like hey now we're doing that i'm like hey do that yeah do that i encourage that if y'all ever want to do something with me <laughs> Holler. have any rap you know? artists or hip-hop artists reach out to you to, for samples yeah yeah i'm actually Bree steves is the um the latest of the artists that have come out um, wow. i've had you know artists like drake drake uh, yeah chris brown mm-hmm. you know um everybody as well as like the spice girls you know even have, have gone out and sampled my music so there's a lot of a lot of homage is paid but um one one thing that's great is when you can see someone as young as like Bree Steves come out mm-hmm. from a, a female's perspective, flip your song. They don't know. She took my hook, you know, don't listen to what people say. Yeah. And she flipped it, you know, and she did it from the pers- female's perspective. Mm-hmm. And it was a totally different take on that record. It was like flipping upside down and then doing like a trap soul take on it. You know? Nice. Do and you- so it exists in a totally do- new way in 2018 that right. it did. So my daughter who's 11 and she doing this whole little, you know, the money dance or whatever they right, do right. now, you know, the, the dab or I'm sorry, I'm probably late. But, um, <laughs> the dab is a little yeah, old. Yeah, I'm but... a little old, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, but you know, it's, uh, it's all, it's all, man, it all stems from our dances that we did holler, man. Come on. We, we, we opened the door for y'all. That's yeah? very true. You're not going to make me feel not, uncool. Period. <laughs> do they I know, am cool. Relax. Do they realize who you are? Do your girls realize who you are? Yeah, you know what it is, is even if they don't, they're going to learn one day. They'll you learn know one day, right? Because right now I'm just dad. That's it. And she's like, I couldn't be the most uncool person to her. Right. But, um, I think that honestly her friends kind of remind her like, Wait a minute, your dad is such and such, blah, blah, blah. He sings this song, and my mom loves him. And, yeah. And like, I'm like, what? okay, wait a minute, okay. And then I'm getting little looks from, like, the, you know, from the, the people who work at school, mm-hmm. after school, when I pick them up. I'm like, okay, that was interesting, you mm. know. And these are, you know, these are these are fans that are sort of, like, supportive, but they don't want to be outwardly right. over-supportive. Right. And I'm like, hey, it's all love. Yeah. You know, it's all good. I'm a regular dude, and... I'm going to stop and get coffee in the lobby, you know what I mean, just like everybody mm-hmm. else and talk to everybody else. I bet that shocks them, too. It's a nice thing, man. Yeah. It's always a nice thing to be able to shock people with um, with a bit, a bit of humility, mm-hmm. you know, if you will. It doesn't take a lot, you know. Right. It's just a little bit. Now, are you on a major label right now or are you independent? I'm independent right now. Do but... you prefer to be indie versus... On a major label, like, do you what, feel like it's necessary anymore? Well, what I prefer to be on is a is a label or be a part of something that sells records because I <laughs> sold millions of records. Yes. So anything that's a part of selling millions of records, yeah, that's how you you rather it be, right? Mm-hmm. But the industry has changed, so we had to adjust with the times. And you know, I don't want to predict my future because I want to say my fans are still out there. You know, mm-hmm. there were still millions of people that went out and bought. The album Bonafide, Cool Relax, and you know, Pleasures You Like, and Stronger Every Day. So, um, that being the case, you know, I feel like kind of a sleeping giant, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I, when you know, everybody wakes up and says, Oh, there's a new project to support now, mm-hmm. it's going to be something I feel like a lot of people took for granted um, because. Good music is good music, right? And we we need it. We need it. And it's not it. about it being like this guy's the best or whatever. It's about good music. <laughs> um, so when can people look forward to getting your new album? Um, I would say look look forward to it in the first quarter, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, of twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. first quarter, and um, yeah, 
the first single is going to be actually um, the song Still Got It. Hey, yeah. yeah, so. I love that. You still got it. That's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. You have some other things um, happening too, right? Yes, you yes. You have a project with BT coming up? Yes. Um, so I've been uh, recently linked up with my, uh, the, the woman who basically gave me my, my, start my career with Tracy, Tracy Evans. Evans yeah. uh, she came to my house and we met about making music um, you know and on basically how I would you know uh, uh, offer my services in, you know to her uh, to her you know new situation she's got going on mm-hmm. as a as an executive producer for her new uh, show called D- uh, the games divas play and uh you know it's it's something that's completely out of my realm you know it's mm. i never really thought about getting into the tv part of it or mm. the scoring part of it i mean it was sort of in my you know in my thought process but it wasn't really something that i wanted to sort of move into you know this is priority right now i'm gonna start doing this right she came to me and offered me this so it was um it was a kind of a thing where you know sure why not right you know, and let's see what happens so I've uh, I've turned in a bunch of songs, and we'll see what what happens with the song selection. Okay. Because uh, she has a, a music supervisor that she's has that's supervising the show, but mm-hmm. I'm going to be working along. With Are these going to be your songs, or you're we'll pulling see. from other we'll artists? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'll just put it out there that you know, pray for your boy that I get some some material in this new uh, this new okay. TV thing coming out on BET. We're yeah. looking forward to it. And also, I have a video game. Yeah, that, you're getting uh, into gaming. Yeah, it's a so, big deal right now. You know what's so special is this <laughs> this this person came to me um, and uh, he told me the story about his mother being a fan of my music and how he was raised on my mu- on my music. Mm-hmm. And, he knew all my songs based upon his mother saying, you should listen to this. And this is, you know, so uh, his mother passed and he had always the sort of the aspiration to, to be a gamer and to, to make his own games. And so, you know, finally, when the came, uh, time came for him to be able to get that opportunity, mm-hmm. he, uh, he, he needed a, a music supervisor. And so he basically came to me and he said, you know, will you supervise this? My mother always loved you and I can't think of anybody better to do it. So wow. I was completely, you know, honored, of course. And uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah. I mean. So you're doing it's, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff right now. Yeah, the story of that really touched me, yeah. though. It's just how I got involved. And uh, you never know how your music is going to end up, you know, sticking with people mm-hmm. and uh, affecting it. But, I mean, that's a that's a beautiful thing. I mean, these days, you really have to spread it, spread it around and try to find all types of different angles mm-hmm. to be able to get your music, you know, um, out there. You know? Agreed, agreed. So, but when you first started, going back to... Um, your beginning phases and stages babyface actually mentored you right yeah well, kind of took you under tracy edmonds and, and babyface, babyface both yeah. were were the um the ones that that signed me and that you know babyface was the one to work with me in the studio and mm-hmm. produce me and write songs for me uh helped to sort of refine my songs that i had recorded and right you know he'd help me you know get you know get the proper you know uh additions you know, to those songs, if it would need to be additional recording or additional production, whatever, mm-hmm. we just we do it at the top level. You know, and uh, right away from the first album, I experienced things to be on another upper echelon type of level. You know, is there? This is pretty much like 
it was it was a different sophistication you know to really come into and to see oh wow that's how you record like mm -hmm. a real song you know on a you know, on a on a big board in a big studio, and right? All that. Yeah, he was producer. like thoroughly impressed with the fact that you wrote your own music too, right? Yeah, I think he saw a bit of himself. I mean, I always he's I've always told him he's the biggest influence out of anybody mm. because there's not too many people who actually sit down and craft the beat and program the beat and play the chords and right. play the bass line and then write the lyrics and write the song. Right. He was the one man, one man band, one stop show. So it was like. That really inspired me to do that same thing right. and live that same walk. And also, I think his honesty with lyric, lyric, you know, lyrics, in terms of being like a man in his feelings, as they say, <laughs> yeah, a man in his feelings, you know, he like not afraid to uh, uh, express his feelings. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a rare, you know, um, a rarity these days. You got so many people with bravado, and you know, you got so much swag. You, you forgot, you know, what reality is about. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That. Um, Honestly, I just want to get to like an honest sentiment. Like, what can I hold on to past tonight? <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. past the game that you're trying to give me right now. You know what I mean? Which is which is beautiful too. Um, but honestly, I think real love songs are stand the test of time. It's like basic like lessons in your life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Real talk. Do you think that writing your own music, like at right now in 2018, tw going into 2019, writing your own music is absolutely necessary in the music industry anymore a lot there's yeah, a lot of controversy important. about like ghost writers and this but, and that know, a great song is a great song mm -hmm. so if you can recognize that and as an artist mm -hmm. i don't fault anyone for wanting to have great material to sing mm -hmm. when you're someone like myself who's gotten into the industry not to be famous or mm -hmm. not to be recognized for your voice and not to be recognized for your you're even the fact that you even play instruments, but the fact that you, I really want people to recognize me as a songwriter. I want people to recognize me as someone with actually a, kind of like a, a spirit behind them, mm. like an, an, an energy behind them, a vibe behind them. Right. Yeah. When you, when you think of me, I don't necessarily want you to think of like a style or anything. I just want you to think whatever he's going to give me, I know it's going to be from the heart. I know he's going to mean it. Right. You know? So knowing that um, you didn't get into the game to necessarily be famous, but you just love music, how did you deal with that onset of fame? Not very well. You did it. Yeah. I, I haven't heard any like controversy about you, or I feel like you've. I think I just been able I, to I, I overall just avoided avoided fame. Mm. You know, anytime they were like, go to the Grammys or go to the AMAs or go to the MTV Awards or go to the VH1 honors or go mm -hmm. to. Man, so I'm like, okay, yeah, am I am I a part of this? Am I being, you know, honored or something? Mm -hmm. What is, you know, why? Um, it's not so much about, like, this feeling of that I'm better or mm -hmm. that I don't really. I just feel like um, there's a part of me that could do this without the accolades or without the recognition. Mm -hmm. There's a part of me that's sort of like the lone wolf and just kind of survival is yeah. why I'm, you know, I can, I'm good with my fire over here and... <laughs> You know what I mean? And collecting my wood and what, you know what I mean? And if I got to like remain that, you know, that way in order yeah. to give you guys my art, then cool. Because I don't want to have to maintain on something that isn't truly there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You show up and then you're like, where's the party at? <laughs> Everybody's do, like, nowhere. Do you feel like R&B is what it was 
you know, in the nineties and early two thousands now? Do you feel like it maybe the be. younger the younger well, generation we, doesn't Yeah. Do you feel like maybe the younger generation doesn't embrace it as much? Yeah, well that that, that that's a sad thing to see that um we you know, we sampled jazz records mm-hmm. you know, in the nineties and we gave everybody their clearances and yeah. we said, you know, you know, wow, I got this from, you know, James Brown or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you drew that lineage, mm-hmm. you know, you were able to educate that way. And so we were able to educate people on jazz musicians mm-hmm. because they were being, you never heard that jazz record, mm-hmm. but you tried called Quest samples. And so now you know who now Roy Ayers it. is. Yeah. And now you know who is, you know, uh, Ron Carter is, and so, you know, so, you know, there's a, there's an element to, to, the history of music where we've been able to educate through um through through just our our willingness to have um to acknowledge you know the past and just to be like wow what what would we do without michael jackson what would we do without stevie mm-hmm. wonder or whoever prince or anybody so you know paying homage is really important and i think that my generation had no problem doing that. Mm-hmm. This generation right now is a little more prouder than I expected them to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely, you know, puts me in a position where back in the day, we got called herbs. You know what I mean? Like we got we got called like fake, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For being like halfway in, halfway out right. of the culture. Mm-hmm. You know, you were either in and part of R&B and hip hop. Or you were a part of the pop, sort of like, kind of like mockery of what that was. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I definitely made it known early on, like my roots were solid in R&B, R&B. and mm-hmm. hip hop. Mm-hmm. But I think the you lines, the lines have been blurred over yes. over time now, you know. And so now you really can't tell right. who's rocking with who. It's like mm-hmm. a pop song r&b song hybrid mm-hmm. yeah you see mm-hmm. that a lot so there's actually i don't know if you've heard about this but there's actually some r&b beef brewing right now mm, who's that? did you hear about that no okay so let me fill you in so jay holiday is not feeling the fact that jacques recently called himself this generation's king of r&b so <laughs> tank has weighed in pleasure p has weighed in tyrese has weighed in but I want you to weigh in now. So in your opinion, who is the current king of R&B of this generation? I'm not even going to I'm not going to touch that. You're not going to Yeah, not, a, not at all. Not no, at all. There is no king. Anybody with that concept in your head, I'm the king. Come hey. see me for okay. your crown. I I'll tell you right now, I'm the king. Come see me for your crown. Boom. You know what I mean? I, I am a king. We all are kings. And if you're not a king, then you need to look at yourself differently in the mirror, king. Mm. Understand what it is. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to give you your crown. You got to take it for yourself. Okay. So Jay Holiday, man, He's- regardless of what any anybody's saying or what everybody thinks, man, if that man says that he's the king, then he's the king. It's not for you to speak on it, you know what I mean, or have any opinion about it. Just stay in your lane and do you. And I'll see you at the next show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pleasure piece. Like, we can all drop albums. Man, and... let's get it, man. There's no need for anybody to <laughs> yeah. be, feel some type of way about anything that anybody else is doing. Right. And we grown men up in here, man. Friendly we got to get this money. Yeah. Don't get in the way of my money. That's that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, um, a lot I mean, of... But, you know, you're entitled to your opinion. But, yeah. Jacques, Jacques, get your money, man. We... we's, 
we was in Soul Train together. We was winning. You know, I yeah. know they invited us out to Soul Train. Yeah. So that's okay. Maybe they'll invite you, you know what I mean? When it's your time to, mm -hmm. to do your thing, you know, and that'll be a beautiful time. But right now, it's, it was, you know, it's, I, I really think it's honestly, it's, it's the fame thing really, it, it, it drives people mad, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It drives people to say things that they don't mean. So honestly, just be happy for everybody. And that will keep it in the lane of like following the foundation of what's been laid before us as far as what R&B is really about, mm -hmm. which is camaraderie and being down for your bro and being like, yeah, man, win. You, it's your time right, right. now. Shine. Um, but I also know what it's like to be a frustrated artist and kind of like in the wings and watching everybody else win. Mm. But if anybody knows like what that's like, I do. You mm. know what I mean? <laughs> I watched Justin Timberlake and Robin Thicke get nothing but props and awards all these years. I never won a award in my life, <laughs> but I'm not complaining wow. about it. You wow. know what I mean? Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. You def and it's definitely deserved. I know it's Thank coming. You. Thank you. I hey, I, Soul Train is my award right yeah, now. You know what I mean? So let's live, man. Let's not be complaining about what we don't have. Let's think about what we do have. Right. And be grateful for those things. Right. You know? So a lot of people may not know this, but in all in pretty much all of your music videos, you've had black women as your leading ladies. So why was the representation of a black woman so important for you? Well, that's all I've ever dated. I mean, that's all I've ever been attracted to mm -hmm. as a man. I mean, I can't tell you why God made me the way that he made me, mm -hmm. but he did, you know, and that's what I, that's been my walk. Yeah. So that's my experience and that's my expression just as a man, just being me, you yeah. know, if, if I felt like, you know, it was me to have a French girl in my video or a German girl mm -hmm. or you know, a Jewish girl or whatever, that that would be what I wanted, you know, mm -hmm. because my mother is Jewish, you know what I mean? My my, my father's German. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it's odd that, you know, that I, that I feel the way that I do in terms of like, you know, when people said, tell me, they said, why do you like black women? Or why? You know, it's like, okay, I guess that's odd. Yeah. But that's just the way that God made me. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, if it's odd to you, I'm sorry, but this is the way I've been for many years. Well, they say men usually <laughs> like women that are like their mothers. Yeah, you know what? I just look at it like the soul is the soul. And if you have like, if you have that sense of um, love and understanding and, and like my mother did and mm -hmm. does. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's what they, 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 they say. Guys want their mother, right? They want to marry their mother in a right, weird way. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's what happened. I got someone... As good as my mom. As your mom. We'll definitely yeah. vouch for my wife Love and tell, that. tell you that. Love but I definitely that. married someone with the same attributes as my mother. Yes. Big up my mom, though. She's always number one. Though, yes, sure. of course. <laughs> um, so mental health is like a huge conversation right now. Um, you've talked openly about going through kind of like a depressed phase, like a down phase um, in your life after you left Sony and mm -hmm. your $200,000 studio burned down. You were going through a divorce at that time. So how did you overcome that dark time in your life? Wow. Well, God only knows, you know, because mm -hmm. he's the one who's take, taking the burden mm -hmm. away. Uh because uh, I do believe in God and I do believe in the higher power and mm -hmm. sense of um, when you don't have any control at all, you just mm -hmm. give it up and you decide, hey, you know, and um, it's hard to be still sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but, 
you learn stillness and I think experience gives us that, you know, sometimes some go to jail to, to experience it. Some, right. some, some have a jail in their mind. Yeah. You know, we jail ourselves and our minds and however the capacity, uh, but you know, it's all, it's all, it's all about growth. It's all about change and growing through experience and what doesn't kill you, make you stronger mm-hmm. as they say. And I've, I've had many records that have been able to be um, inspired by all of the experiences that I've been through. So, you know, I, I really, I'm grateful for the everything, everything that I've been through, right. including the fire of my studio and the divorce and everything, mm-hmm. because, you know, I, it turned me into the person that I am today. I really learned from my mistakes. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people who continuing to just live in this mindlessness of like, um, you know, I can continue to just live like I'm 21, you know what I right. mean? Because I'm not no longer the, the guy that you see up in that cool, relaxed picture up there. <laughs> Although I, I love the hairline, though. I wish, no, that you know, hairline you know. was popping. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So, but, you know, you live to just embrace yourself mm-hmm. um, as, a, as, a, as an adult and, you know, being that you've made mistakes and, you know, you own, you own the mistakes that you made. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... That's based off the fact that you've changed, you know, and I can honestly look at myself as a man in the mirror now and like, I'm all right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I do want to ask you, what's life like away from the stage, away from the studio? Mm. What's, what's John's daily life like? I know you have the two girls. You're, yeah. You do homework with them. You do all of that. But other yeah. than that... What else do you do? I mean, honestly, I love a I love a good walk. You know what I mean mm-hmm. in nature. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, I just am so fascinated with palm trees and and, and succulents and like you know <laughs> what I mean? all kinds of different. Do you have a garden? <laughs> I do have a garden. All kinds of plants in my backyard. I have okay. a very very lush backyard and like a lot of different things to look at and water and feel good about. You right. know because. Uh, like I said, cultivate your garden, you know, mm-hmm. and, and there's a lot of ways of being able to sort of like just be still mm-hmm. and in my life. I see a lot of go, 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 go. It's constantly the airport. It's constantly getting on planes, mm-hmm. signing autographs, meeting people, uh, you know, going to radio stations, having interviews, going to TV news places, mm-hmm. uh, you know, filming, uh, you know, documentaries, going to photos. Coming to BHL. Coming to coming to BHL. <laughs> going to recording sessions. So, you know, it's a it's a lot of action. Mm-hmm. And so those moments of just stillness and just quietness and just calm. You calm really vibes. appreciate I those very, moments. very much appreciate it. A good walk on the beach, a good nice walk in the you know, on the mountain trail. Yeah. Hey, I feel like some beautiful. people can't handle that though. Like they're so yeah. used to that go, go, go and yeah. then when it slows down they're like, yeah. What? And you just go make love on a trail somewhere. You'll be all right. <laughs> you learn. You learn the way. <laughs> all right. So I do want to ask you this: Now that you're a family man, um, lately there's been a lot of conversation about when it's appropriate for a fan to approach you, when it's not appropriate for a fan to approach you. <laughs> like for example, uh, Omari Hardwick uh-huh. had some had an issue with a fan approaching him while he was with his family. He was spending family time. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's... the fan asked for an autograph and a picture. I heard about that. Yeah. I he... thought that was a little bit whack. I mean, just I'm saying, Amari, you, you worked all this time to be famous, bro. Like, it goes with the territory. Like, that was kind of, like, you should have showed a little bit more class mm-hmm. uh, as a grown-ass man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, bottom line, so... So there's never really a time that you're saying no to fans. You know what? 
you just you're just in a bad mood that day. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you you've been trying to be famous for so many years, bro. Like, don't even front. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I don't care, fam- family or whatever, man. Come on, man. Like, right. this is this is this real life this right here, life. man. This ain't yeah. acting right here. This mm-hmm. real life. You got to be real. Mm-hmm. The acting stops, and you go back to being a real person again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, hello. Yeah. At least, at least acknowledge your fans. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I do want to play a game with you, if that's okay. It's called Rapid Fire Questions. Let's go. Very innocent. Very innocent. It's nothing, yeah. nothing too hard. But I just have um, a few questions to ask you. So, favorite collaboration that you've ever done? Tupac. Ooh. That Are was you still a down? One. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's your dream collaboration? Uh, I'd love to work with Duran Duran one day. Whoa. Was not expecting that. Okay. <laughs> your favorite meal to cook? What? Your favorite meal to cook. Oh. <laughs> You're like, cook. I don't even want to say what I thought you said. <laughs> okay. Favorite meal to cook. Um, I would say uh, grilled lobster. Oh, okay. <laughs> Coming over for dinner. <laughs> Most ridiculous purchase. Where you were like, why did I buy that? Oh, man. I don't know, because I don't really make frivolous purchases. Oh, you don't? Let me okay. think about it. Let me think about it. Okay, maybe, we'll come back maybe, to that. Maybe, maybe, um... Yeah, let's come back to that. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> what song would you do over if you could? Can You Stand the Rain by New Edition. Okay, yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are there any of your songs that you regret recording or releasing? Um, no. No? Okay, love them all. All right. Which song from another artist? Well, you just said that. New edition. Okay. Obama or Trump? Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you asking me this? I'm Is asking. you really asking me I'm this? Asking. Are you wondering because nope. you wonder what the answer is? Or are you just kind of just... Kind of just trying to make sure that you know what the answer is. I'm just making sure. Okay, so Obama. Uh, All right, all right. Would you rather have a nosy or noisy neighbor? A nosy or noisy neighbor? (laughs) Nosy, because I have them right now. You have nosy neighbors? But I'm the noisiest neighbor on the block. So I can say, like, I'd say, nobody disturbs me. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, you hear them beats, you know where it's coming from. Are they coming knocking on your door? No, no, no. That was when I first moved in. (laughs) It's been been 20 years now. All right, your biggest pet peeve. Oh, man. You know, my biggest pet peeve in the world. Hurry up and wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Hurry up and wait. We kind of did that to you today, huh? Oh, that's okay. That's my life. That's my life. But that's pet peeve. Like, just, you just, that makes you patient, right? Yeah. Okay? Build up patience. That, that patience. I have a song called Patient. I don't want to be patient. Anyway. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah. Worst celebrity encounter? Oh, God. You want to pass? You can pass if you... <laughs> You just try to start beefs right I now. I am. Right? I'm starting beefs. Okay, no, no, no. I don't. I don't have no bad okay. celebrity. Best celebrity encounter. Um, meeting Babyface. Yes. Yeah. Life changer. Yes. Favorite sports team. The Lakers. The Lakers. Okay. Hey, Shaq right. and Kobe style, baby. Okay, Back in the day, I'm classic. I'm glad you set it up. You know Kobe what I'm or Shaq. Like, that's it, that's yeah. You know Kobe I mean? or Shaq. You know, Kobe for me. Yeah. Okay. Kobe. Me too, me too. But but Shaq is just just as important, you know. He's like that's kind of like saying the ball or the glove, you know what I mean? Right. Like it's it's both are equally right. important. Yeah. So last one, LeBron or Steph? 
See, that's where I, I, just, <laughs> I don't even. I say Steph. Yeah. I say Steph. Yeah, 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 I do yeah, too. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Well, you did good. High five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, although I, I res- with respect to uh, LeBron for being yeah. part of my, my set now, He is you know a mean? part of the squad now, so <laughs> we have to accept and love on yeah. LeBron. Big up, yeah. But, you know. All but, right. But, yeah, that's what's up. Well, I know we're running short on time. I do want to thank you for coming. Thanks so much for having me. So BHL. Let's, yes, BHL. So um, tell everybody where they can follow you on social media. Definitely. You can always follow me at Official John D. Yes. That's, you know, Instagram, Twitter, and what have you. And uh, also, JohnBWorld.com. You can go on there and check out my entire discography, yes. videos, albums, the tour schedule, all of that good stuff, and as, as well as the new album coming to yeah. you very soon. Yeah, so, first yeah. quarter of 2019. That's right. We are going to be looking out for it. Yeah. All right, and um, you guys, you have been tuned into Conversations on Black Hollywood Live. I'm your host, Ashley Marie Dowden. You can follow me on Instagram at Ms. Ashley Marie. Thank you so much for tuning in. Good night. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank- From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, We would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.